22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. I would say that I have nothing smart to say for the intro, but I know what Mike's going to say, which is he never has something, something smart to say for the intro. So why are we even expecting it? Right? Right? I would just say he never had anything smart to say. Wow. Okay. <laughs> In other words, I'm too long-winded. Coming from Mike, that's hilarious. All right. So welcome to another episode of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 188. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me as always is the man who says a lot in a small amount of time, as much time as you give him. MFG, Mike, the finance guy. Time for something horribly described. A child psychologist goes above and from beyond to help a boy with vision problems. Wait till after the news to find out. All right, we'll, we'll definitely get into that. I'm already trying to figure out what it is. <laughs> and our other illustrious host is a man of very few words, but many buttons. RT Square, Rob the Tech. So the other day, as I was driving through a snowstorm with almost zero visibility and doing it like a boss, a thought occurred to me. They need to make biodegradable Nerf darts. Biodegradable Nerf darts? Yeah, because you, you shoot them all over the place. You never find all of them. So if they're biodegradable... <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> good point. Very good point. I always never got, like... I mean, I love Nerf, but I never got, like... I'm like, you're losing them every time you play. You, you, unless you're, like, OCD, where you're like, pick that one up under the leaf and that one under the car. Look at you guys going around bragging about having friends. <laughs> Don't be yeah, I didn't say I, I didn't say I had friends. I said I played with Nerf guns. Didn't mean I had friends. I was just random people. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a future career. There you go. But I digress. All right. So today we're going to be talking about an animated movie that takes two things that boys like: martial arts and the Dark Knight. So we will be talking. Wait, is about it is it Free Willy? Oh, other things. <laughs> oh. Wow. And usually I'd go somewhere with that movie and I'm leaving it alone. I'm turning over new leaf. <laughs> so um, today we're going to be talking about Batman, Soul of the Dragon. But first, MFG and the quick news goes together like, eh, who cares? I know nobody cares. So you know what? Here's the quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy. And Ralph and Kat. I take that quick news is delayed in traffic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Book one trip to Australia and suddenly you're starring in a Fantastic Four movie. According to a very slow rumor day, after hearing that former X-Man Jennifer Lawrence booked a flight to Down Under, the fanboys started predicting that Katniss Everdeen was the new Sue Storm. There have not been any confirmations of this rumor yet that hasn't stopped thousands of amnesiac disciples from demanding the MCU bring back Jessica Alba to replace, excuse me, to reprise her role as the Invisible Woman. Now, aren't these the same purists that condemned the 2005 film to a 27% Rotten Tomatoes rating? Everyone, please leave retcon solely to the pages of comic books. I guess people are bored, and I'm not knocking anybody who's stuck at home bored. If you're home bored, it's part of the pandemic. You should be staying home. That's good. But... Did people re remember the movie and how they felt about it? Because they're talking about bring this person back. I'm like, wow, you must be really like locked in your house looking for something to do. A lot of people, like one of the biggest criticism was Jessica Alba's portrayal of the Invisible Woman. Yes, exactly. And, and I was reading things that they're, they're like, I think they have like 11,000 retweets of people like, you know, bring her back. You know, they're like, if, if um, Chris Evans could get a second chance, she could too. And I'm like, there's a uh, I'm, I'm going to defend <laughs> Jessica Alba for this one. I'm going to defend Jessica Alba for this one. And it's the only time you'll hear me do it. And it's not because of her beauty or anything. I read a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff for the Fantastic Four. Not trying to give it the quick news. But basically, one of the, the director had told her when she was crying in one of the scenes, you're crying ugly, cry pretty. Cry oh, pretty. Yeah. Those are some I, of like, the directions she received like as a whole. So yeah. I can see, like, you know, all right, it wasn't that good. Might not have been her fault. Well, I, mean, I don't I, want her back. Though. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think I've even said it on this show, but I've definitely been saying it for, I've been saying it for decades now. It's just that uh, women, especially women that are pretty, and I mean, that's their thing and that's how they got their, you know, their break is being pretty, whatever. It's not knocking their craft, but like, you ever notice a lot of these women that are pretty, like um, Charlize Theron and stuff like that, the moment they either go into ugly makeup or can now 
look like crap in this movie, even though they're still beautiful normally. That's usually when they get these awards. It's like, you know, because that's the whole thing. A lot of these um, directors are just like, no, 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 emote, but you still have to look gorgeous. And it's like, yeah, people rarely look gorgeous when they're showing most ranges of, of emotion. Right. Which means now they're stilted in how they can act. And then the flip is everyone turns and goes, they're a horrible actress. Right. <laughs> you know. So I'll say, I, I, I don't blame Jessica Alba for being that horrible in the first Fantastic Four, but I still don't want her back. So I don't know where this is coming from, but hey. But also, we've also seen her in other things, so. I liked her in Honey. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did. Honey was great. Not a great movie. It's one of those movies you don't admit to, to owning. Who owns it? Oh, I'm sorry. Mike, what else you got? Yeah. It's right next to Glitter in his Honey show. Oh, shush. It probably is. Alrighty, and now, things that make you go, hmm. In a surprising move to well, no one but her, uh, Gina Carana, AKA the Mandalorian's Cara Dune, imagined that tweeting about unfounded voter fraud in the 2020 presidential election, irresponsibly discouraging fa a face mask wearing to prevent coronavirus transmission and comparing Democrats to Nazis while starring in a family-friendly series would be a consequence-free action. Shockingly, the actress was fired by Disney and Lucasfilm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that to happen. I really, I mean, I know I knew nothing about what she was doing because I don't, you know, I don't do Twitter and stuff like that. It wasn't until I, that she got fired that I heard and I was like, you dumb broad. <laughs> oh, no. I, I mean, since, since the end of the first season and they were talking about things she was putting up, you know, during the election, I'm like, boy, Gina Carano's doing it? And when I saw her in, in season two, I was like, she still has a job, so it was kind of. Well, it's because they already <laughs> recorded those scenes already, yeah. so like. Yeah, but she, but she had done. I think she had said her first thing, and and with this whole cancel, I don't want to say cancel culture because some some groups use that as like a blanket statement, but in cancel culture, you know, people make one statement like like James Gunn. James Gunn almost lost Guardians off something he said ten years ago. Yeah, well, that kind of stuff I find bad, but when you're in current times... Oh, of course, and, that's what I'm and, saying. And it's like, I mean, look, you have the right to say whatever you want to, but you also have the right to face the consequences, and if that affects your job, then right. don't don't cry. You can't have it both ways, you know? Right, I'm just saying that when, when she said it, yeah. I was, because of cancel culture, I'm like, wow, they didn't get rid of her already? So, yeah. so when I saw it back for the second season, I'm like, oh, wow, this is kind of lenient. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the mouse was probably like... Gina Carano, where is she saying? Okay, how many scenes does she have left? Five? All right, let her finish those five scenes. She's going to get the hammer, but at the end, we're going to get the most out of her. Don't forget the end, Ralph. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Even though that wasn't that good. The rest of the impersonation was pretty good. I don't know. That uh, laugh sounded like Mickey had COVID. It's uh, like Mickey, Mickey coughed on somebody. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not saying that. Uh, what else you got, Mike? All right, last but not least, sharpen your shoulder pads and fluff out your biggest hair. It's time to watch movies like it's 1987. Paramount Pictures has called on Shaun of the Dead director Edgar Wright to breathe life into a new adaptation of Running Man. The long ago Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle based on the 1982 Stephen King novel of the same name will be co-written by Wright and Michael Bacall. No actors or release dates have been revealed. If it's anything like the Total Recall remake, please oh, save God, that was horrible. time. Please, <laughs> that was don't horrible. even do it. Wow. I, I I, mean, once again, Hollywood finds it cheaper to just rehash old ideas versus make new ones. Yeah, because I'm sure Stephen King or other you know writers haven't written anything else. Right? <laughs> Nothing else. I will say this. There are times where I, I, I wonder, would it not be simpler to have like a show sort of like what they had on Running Man? where a, instead of it's like criminals or whatever, you have two people who have a, a dispute and just have them run the course. You know? You say, uh, instead of going to... Think of like people's okay. court, right? Right. But then it's running man Well, you could just call it people's course. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Not bad. Not bad. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Not bad. So before we get to the quick news, I know that's all your quick news. What um, could you say your badly described ah, movie? Ah, here we go. A child psychologist goes above and from beyond to help a boy with vision problems. Six cents. What do you have to say, Mr. Tech? I was thinking six cents. Yeah, yeah, I want to say six cents because you said vision problems. <laughs> I see dead people, but he was a detective, wasn't he? 
No, he was a child nope. psychologist, it's and it's the sixth sense. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's yes. Why he, remember, that's why he was there, was to right. help the boy who was having issues. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then in the end, he was a ghost. Spoilers. We're just, we're just used to you, Bruce Willis playing some kind of person of authority. I mean, prick authority is another authority. That's another. That's him in his real life. So, <laughs> but that's all your quick news. That is it. All right, uh, Ralphie boy. Um, do you have any quick news? I actually do. Go for it. I was very sad when I heard this. Um, Truth Seekers, season two, not happening. What? Why not? Yeah. Why? Did they give any reason? No, they just said um, Nick Frost was like, he really wished that they could do more, but uh, Amazon has pulled the plug on it. So Wow. wow. Amazon, the only thing I hate about Amazon with this, when they cancel stuff, is that they feel that they have... To, they don't have to offer any kind of reason. And I mean, and granted, it's their business. They don't have to, but neither do the networks, but they usually give some reason, yeah. you know, but Netflix, but like Netflix also, they, well, well, Netflix doesn't like to talk about its ratings. They, they don't reveal their ratings. They just say like, oh, it did better than, like it had a, you know, more people subscribed than so-and-so did, but they never give you like, this is the amount and blah, 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 blah. Right, okay. Do you want to know the numbers? I know a guy, I'll give him a call. Get you the numbers right away. <laughs> Which you yeah. looking for? I just feel I just feel like I'm arrested just listening to the conversation. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, it's all it's all it's all on the up and up. It's just numbers. It's just numbers. It's all, it's, it's on the up and up, except for when it's on the DL. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, oh, wink, wink. All right, all right, guys. All right. So let's now that we have um, all quick news is done and Ralph's quick news is done. Let's go into what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Batman: Soul of the Dragon. Um, I would describe it, but I would be taking away from the synopsis that's going to be given to us by MFG, Mike, the finance guy. See, different way to introduce you. Doing better. Yeah, he likes to think so. I love the long pause. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sure, that's not dead air. Okay. No, it's, it's called dramatic <laughs> stop. <laughs> A dramatic stop it. <laughs> All righty. Batman, Soul of the Dragon is the 40th installment in the DC Universe Animated original movies line. I really hate that name. Uh, the Great film was, <laughs> yeah. The film was directed by Sam Liu, from a script by Jeremy Adams. Unlike many of the DCU, AOM, and even that's ridiculously long collections, Dragon is not based on any previous DC comic storyline. Uh, because the film is a direct-to-video release, there is no box office data. Uh, Batman: Soul of the Dragon has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 93% by the critics and despised by the audience at 53%. Wait, 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 93% and then, yeah. the okay, yeah. continue. Uh, so you and know Metacritic, who got paid. And Metacritic didn't even bother to review it. All right, synopsis, <laughs> they don't care. Uh, once again, from martial arts and mysticism, we travel to the DC Comics Nanda Parbat, the most secretive and hidden place on earth other than the Eiffel Tower, the Great Wall of China and the JFK Airport in New York City, <laughs> because everyone finds that place. Uh, billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne is taken in by the sensei where he meets the monastery's aspiring fighters and DC's latest attempt at racial and cultural sensitivity, such as the emotionless dragon lady, the random white girl that happens to be Asian, the angry jive black guy, soldier hick, and grown-up <laughs> short round from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Ah, the sensei proceeds to teach very little before meeting a grisly fate. Somehow we flash forward to what must be 20 years within the same disco era, and Bruce has become Batman, Gotham City's vigilante who only preys upon criminals he knows he can beat up while leaving the rest to pillage and murder. This of course makes sense since Bruce would have to be about 45 to 50 plus years old if the movie cared about its own timeline. The Batman gathers his remaining classmates to retrieve a mystical sword that will unlock the gates, preventing an angry snake god from destroying the earth. It's a mouse-eating, decapitating, neck-snapping ride that thinks it's fun for the whole family, but it isn't. The final battle between the Kung Fu masters and the snake god of disaster will leave you wanting more. That's because the movie ends with an unresolved cliffhanger. Uh, <laughs> it's starring David uh, Juntoli as Bruce Wayne Batman, Mark Dacascos as Richard Dragon, Kelly Hu as Lady Shiva, Michael Jai White as Ben Turner, the Bronze Tiger, Chris Cox as Rip Jager, uh, James Hong as O-Sensei, Jamie Chung as Jane Wynn, otherwise known as, we'll go back to that later, Josh Keaton as Jeffrey Burr, Robert Atten Downs as Schlangenfoss, 
Griffith, um, Gray Griffin as Lady Eve and Patrick Zeitz as Sir Edmund Durance, a.k.a. King Snake. All right, so let's start talking about it. Batman, Soul of the Dragon. But before we do that, let's press that spoiler button that we've paid so much money for. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. I wonder how he would sound in the 70s, but that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. What you looking at, Jive Turkey? It's just douche. <laughs> Everybody was kung fu fighting. Stush. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I heard he was fast oh. as lightning. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about it. Batman, Soul of the Dragon. Um, there's so many ways I want to begin this, um, this review. I'm going to start it this way, and I know this is maybe jumping ahead. Where was Batman? <laughs> What do you mean, where was Batman? He was there. He, he was there. Hardly. Hardly there. He was well, hardly there, but three this, quarters of it, it was, it was like the Bruce Wayne. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk this, about it. Okay. This was the Iron Man 3 of the Batman movies, where it's not oh Iron Man. <laughs> it's only Tony Stark. So it's, well, it's, okay. it's not Batman. It pretty much sounds like, it sounds like we were making a karate movie, and then we realized no one was going to be interested in all these D-level characters, so let's put Bruce Wayne in there as Batman. And that sounds appropriate. Um, yeah. So let's, I mean, we start off by figuring out that this is a period piece, you know, in the beginning, because you have um, you have Richard Dragon doing his, um, James, the whole intro James Bond escaping, you know, um, um, playing gambling and jumping out of a window and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, how do, we, how do we like the fact that it was set in the 70s? It's fine. I mean, it, you know, it's like I said, it's unfortunate that with their own timeline, it it shouldn't any longer have been in the 70s, but it was set in the 70s. And that was just a okay. I mean, it, it got rid of cell phones and things along that line. So it just, you know, it made it much more of a, of a like I said, like James Bondy, but also that kind of 70s, like, you know, we're going to get the bad guy with Kung Fu. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the fact that it was the 70s, but I get, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know. I, 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 like, I like the fact that it was set in a different era and that we have Batman in a different era and we have, you know, um, you know, all these characters that are with him that are not your usual Batman characters. I kind of like that. Right. But um, what? Let, let me ask you, what else did we like about this movie? What are some um, things that kind of like stood out like, okay, this movie was good or the things I liked about it was this. I mean, the, the animation I definitely enjoyed. It wasn't their top-notch stuff. But it was clean. I I enjoyed that it wasn't just like, you know, one fight scene after another. Because like mm-hmm. uh, when Richard Dragon is going to, to Bruce's club and he's dealing with the bouncer, like I have I expected him to just like beat the crap out of this bouncer. And then just to see him because he was like, I know karate. And Richard's like, oh, really? OK, let's then let's do this. So he's like, no, no, not here. And when he takes him out to the back and locks him up. I was like, yes, this is way better than what I thought was going to happen. Because right. just to see him get beat up, then okay, yeah, he, he beats up on the little guy. But to trick him like that, I'm like, yeah, this is uh, it's every, it's every, it's. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Right. What's that it, wink and nod type of thing? Which right. Is nice. Yeah. Um, I actually really enjoyed. If you did not notice by the um, by the uh, list of cast members or the voice members and stuff like that, um, I actually did enjoy that. Uh, for, for once, the voice casting director decided to keep the voice actors ethnically relevant. Yeah. So um, everybody that was Asian was Asian, of our main stars we're talking about. Uh, um, you know, obviously Michael J. White is black. He played the black character, um, et cetera, et cetera. So that was actually kind of cool. And I, and I, I always love hearing, um, I, I just love James Hong. Like that, that guy, yes. <laughs> that guy has been 95 years old since like 50 years ago. Like, I don't since know. Since Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not about like, like you know, Asian's not aging. It's just that he just won't, he just started off old and just stays old, <laughs> you know? But I love him. I love his voice. And he's done so many great, great yes, uh, parts and Absolutely. stuff like that. You know, so I just really love him. He's everyone's grandpa. Yeah. How do we feel about the guy who did Batman's voice? Um, you mean Grimm? Um, he was fine. Yeah. I like him. Yeah, that's the actor from Grimm, if you did not know the uh, David right. uh, June Tolley. Uh, I mean, I like him, and particularly because I really liked Grimm um, after half the first season. I uh, really liked Grimm, and, um, but he was fine. I mean, he didn't shake it up. He didn't add the track. I mean, it was just one of those where you're like, yeah, that sounds like it'd be Batman. 
you know, it was one of those things. It wasn't like he reinvented Batman or he has to be Batman from now on. It was just, it was, he was fine. Yeah, I, I'm glad that he didn't do, when he was as Batman, he didn't do the, here you oh, go. Thank God. I'm Batman. I'm a, I'm a different person now. I got to hide my voice. Yeah. Uh, why haven't why I haven't been smoking six packs a day? I don't know, man. <laughs> oh man, it felt like oh god. Uh, I also like that um, they brought back Michael J. White to reprise his role as Bronze Tiger. Right, because he plays in the in um, Arrow, right? In Arrow, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, who else are they going to get? What you know, Mike Tyson? They're <laughs> gonna go beat them up. <laughs> you forgot the list. You can't do a Mike Tyson impersonation without the list. Thank you, Sensei. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> or when he's fighting, uh, that fight scene between uh, Bruns Tiger and Bruce was just brutal, man. The fact that yeah. Bruce never wanted to go back down. I was like, wow, how how much longer are they gonna do this for? Yeah. I mean, it was I mean, it was a very brutal scene and stuff like that. It's it's and it's just it's just one of those DC things. And I'm like, look, we know he's got a temper, but you know, like it was again, it's like the DC edict. It's like all black people live in poor, dangerous neighborhoods and are angry about <laughs> everything, especially white men that offer to share them food. Like, I mean, because it was like his reason for being angry was just so, it wasn't even contrived. It was ridiculous for that much anger that I'm like, you guys could have found a better reason for this, <laughs> you know? Well, one of the other things that I didn't, uh, that I found was in good taste that the movie wasn't like, uh, there was blood, but it wasn't overly bloody. Like it wasn't gruesome. Like every cut, uh, did it just bleed out? You know, it's because they weren't fighting Scorpion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it was like uh, when uh, when Lady Shiva like cut some people with the swords. You know, it, it wasn't always a blood fest. You know, they, they there were scenes when people got stabbed and they fell to the floor. You would see the blood, but other right. than that, it, it wasn't overly bloody, which I thought was a good way to go. <laughs> No, they, okay. they were tasteful about that. Um, but once again, DC is still comfortable having women cutting off men's heads ever since, you know, Justice League War. I don't know <laughs> what the deal is with that. <clears throat> it's to make they, them feel they, empowered. Like, well, I mean, think about it. They've had Wonder Woman decapitate um, somebody. They've had Mira decapitate somebody. Mm-hmm. And he's, I'm just like, what is it with you and having women cut off men's heads? Is it a feminist thing? I don't get it. Maybe they think that is that, that is them showing them strength. I'm not saying that's what it is, but it could be that. Like, oh look, we're making women plenty strong. He she chopped off somebody's head. We're doing it every movie. Yeah, but like I always mention, it's it, you know, even if they even if that was their thought, it's like, no, all of this is that they're making them the most prone to extreme violence. And I and I just don't get that point. I mean, um, yeah. well, Shiva was like I don't even know how to well describe her. She was crazy. Like, like what do you mean? Like as far as her skill level? Her skill level and just her, like, she seemed almost like a sociopath in that the fact that she was so disconnected, like, like she lacked the emotions to care about what she was doing. Well, that would be the stereotype of the emotionless dragon lady, as I mentioned. <laughs> you said that? Are you sure? Yeah, as I mentioned in that, because it's like what I I'm like, you were really guys. I'm like, no, no, that that was the that was the white chick that happened to be Asian. Ah, um, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> and I like and I love Jamie Chung. I mean, I, I do love her, but uh, you know, I mean, I just thought I don't know why they just. I just the best word is dissed. Uh, Jade Nguyen, I don't know when, I don't know why they decided to do that to the character because she's a formidable fighter in the DC comics world, which also means that if they decide to say that the Titans and all that is still part of this new wave of DC writing, it's like, so Cheshire's dead now? Yep. Like that's <laughs> what we're going with, <laughs> you know? I, I hate to tell Roy, like the, the one person you had sex with and a kid with, you're not having that now. She's dead, Jim. <laughs> I'll say this: the one, I mean, I, I like, I like the animation. I like the action because the action it, mo- it definitely moved and, and it, it was definitely, you know, it, it definitely, you know, caught the eye. So it definitely kept me into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I don't know. Like, like, like I said, one of my biggest pet peeves, and I'm going to go into pet peeves now, is the fact that I feel like, like, like what you said, Mike, there wasn't enough Batman. It was, it was kind of like Ocean's Eleven if Batman was running it. Yeah, I mean, I see. I had no problem though with there not being a lot of Batman. Um, only because the Batman, the, the Batman that I got, I wasn't comfortable with. Um, we we have again. This is uh since what? Um, Suicide Squad attack on uh Arkham. Go, oh, yeah, this, it's the second time now that Batman has just watched somebody get killed. Like just flat out. I'm like and, I'm like I, I, I'm, that's really the way this goes now. <laughs> you know. And kill somebody, which we'll get to later on. Well, yeah, yeah, we get that. But I'm just saying, like, he just sat there and why he didn't raise a hand. He didn't move in too late. It's like, uh, she's just gonna kill that guy. Eh, but could you happens. but could you make the could you make the argument for this movie that because it was young Batman, you know? So killing was cool? Not killing was cool, but, <laughs> that, he, that, but that, that his whole Batman point was there was no more killing. There was no gun no, no. use and there was no killing. <laughs> you know, he's, he's maybe more... he's like, well, I, as long as I don't kill anybody, I'm okay. <laughs> he's more Even that doesn't last. Batman, you know? Yeah, I guess so. But then also, like, like I said, so I didn't like that about the Batman. Then the other Batman, like I mentioned there, and I wasn't being glib, is, is that he, he literally basically says, yeah, I stop criminals that I know I can take. The rest of them, though, I, I just let it go. Because he's like, because when, um, when, uh, when Short Round is like, hey, is this something that the guy in the mask should be taking care of? Because like now Shiva's in charge of like she's a, she's the crime lord leader of little of, of little China. He's like, isn't this something that Batman should be taking care of? And he's like, um, I'm working on that. And I'm like, so she just gets a free reign? Apparently, <laughs> like, what the fuck's up with that? And 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 to the point that she's heard of Batman, but not enough to be angry that Batman's been stopping any of her stuff. So that means we're not even talking about her him taking her on di directly. He hasn't been interfering with her business. Yep. He's he, he said he hasn't <laughs> he's gone in. literally right. But you know what I'm saying? It's not Chinatown. even like he's. But you know what I'm saying? It's not even like oh, I've kind of stopped her at the docks kind of a thing. No, he, as Batman. He's not even on her radar, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So he's literally done nothing to stop crime around there. And I'm like, this is not a Batman that I want and comfortable with, you know? I think if you're gonna, but, but if, you, if, if they're not gonna have that much Batman, then don't call it Batman, you know, like Soul of the Dragon. It, it feels very misleading. It was like, got us to watch Soul it, Dragon didn't it? <laughs> Batman. That's what it is. None of it ever is, it got us to watch it. Oh man. Listen, and that, the, yeah. the, the major point that I had was apparently secret identities don't matter anymore, you know? Not, he was, he was right? saying everybody left and right, pretty much. It's like, oh, I'm Batman. Here's my business card. Oh, I'm Batman. Bruce Wayne. Nice to meet you. Hey, I'm Batman. Bruce Wayne. Nice to meet you. How's it going? Well, well, well in the middle of a fight of people that live, remember, they didn't kill them all. This is at um, mm -hmm. this is at Shiva's uh, place of business. She's like, you're a Batman? Yeah. Really loud. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> right, man, well, now you is. say it out loud. <laughs> when you say it like that, no. <laughs> or how about when he's um, at the beginning when Richard and him are taking out the guys at his club, um, and then he runs away, and Richard's like, "Bruce, where are you going?" And then Batman shows up. I mean, I, come on, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> but also, but also, it was like I didn't like the the that whole like. Uh, um, thing that they do, like, you know, with Superman versus Kal-El kind of a thing versus Clark. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, I, I, I focus better in this. What kind of freaking lame shit is that, dude? You either know how to fight or you don't. I mean, you've got more weaponry on you as Batman. Fine. If that's what you want to say, it's like, I have more um, gadgets to prevent too much harm. Like, in other words, I'm trying to, I'm using my gadgets to limit the amount of physical abuse I'm giving. Right. Sure, I'm all for that. If that's your reasoning, that makes a lot of sense. But not the I just work better because that's again this whole split mind like I'm two people crap and it's like dude just just stop it you know he lets Jesus take the wheel but in this case Batman is his Jesus <laughs> Batman is Jesus <laughs> yeah he, he takes I'm over just, that's what he's, Batman is a different I'm personality just, yeah. I'm just I guess it just kind of lingered throughout the whole movie that how much Batman there was. And it's kind of like when we talk about Godzilla and they don't show Godzilla enough. It's just kind of like, right. the movie's named Godzilla, but I saw him, what, 10 total minutes in this whole hour, 50 minute movie? That's what I feel about Batman. Right. The whole, a minute, right. an hour 20, what, we saw him like but, 15 minutes? But in Godzilla, Batman. those 10 minutes though, come on. No, it did, it, no, that didn't make up for it. But the Batman, again, <laughs> like I said, I, I didn't have a problem with him um, not really being around that much. Okay. Uh, like I said, you know, the story I thought moved along except for the fact that they're like yeah we need to to get the shiva because these people want the sword 
I'm like, you mean the sword that she just hangs as an ornament above her throne that she walks away from all the time and is surprised that someone stole it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it was really priceless and important to keep. You're telling <laughs> me that like, as the head of this criminal organization, you don't have a uh, a safe in a safe house somewhere that's not your place of business? <laughs> Wouldn't that yeah, make that, sense? That was just one of those things. I was like, all right, I guess we needed that move. Because at, at first I was waiting for her to say something along the line of like, don't worry, it's a fake. Because that would just make sense, mm. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, when it was just, that was the one that was stolen. And, I mean, and it wasn't even like guarded with lasers. The guy just like, zoink, <laughs> just lifted it off. He's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, I got it. Um, Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mike. Oh, but I was about to say what, but it did lead to though, something that I did enjoy. Not so much the scene, I mean, the scene was fine, but I really did the, I did enjoy the, not the Batmobile, Batmobile. I, I really did okay. enjoy the car. It was, it was, it, it was very car. James Bond. It was, yeah. yeah, it was the very James Bond spy car. And I really enjoyed that a lot. Um, especially as the idea of thinking that, uh, I'm just assuming since, we haven't seen it. He does not have a Batmobile. I don't know. <laughs> you know, my um, but I did is, like it. My question is, um, how confident was Lady Shiva in pressing that ejector exactly. seat button? Like, it's a big red button. Most of the time, big red buttons aren't ejector seats, unless they Usually say eject. just explode. Right? Yeah. Especially she goes, she's in a car that she's never seen before and goes, is that what I think it is? Bam. And I'm yeah. like, he been like he should have been like you mean the one that sprays acid onto the passenger seat? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> or you could be like that. Um, but also like it could have just shot like one foot in the air. Yeah. <laughs> it could have shot her three thousand feet in the air. Or it could have shot her out <laughs> you know? sideways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about or knowing or if it's Bruce Wayne's thing, it could have just an arm came up, grabbed the back of her head, and shoved her face in his lap. Like <laughs> she had no idea what was going to happen when she pressed that button. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that's a sign of a bad man. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is a playboy, right? Speaking of bad men, because um, because it's funny because our heroes, for, except for Batman, are pretty much. I mean. They're all villains. We're, all of them are they're, villains. They're, they're all villains, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like what Mike talked about, you know, um, Attack on Arkham. I'm like, well, another time with Batman team with villains. Um, how do we feel about the big bad? Because we have all these villains being the protagonists. How do we feel about our big bad? Or you, the, 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 the the big bad that we thought it was going to be, you know? You're talking about, are you talking about Naga? Or who the, are we talking about? The Cobra Cult. The Cobra oh, okay. Cult. So you're talking about the Cobra Cult? Um, I mean... The Cobra Cult is just about as, as frightening as Cobra Commander's group. I mean, <laughs> I, something about the name Cobra is only frightening when it's actually a snake. <laughs> Unless it's Cobra Kai, then it's okay. I, I suppose <laughs> so. I um, have expected uh, Terry McGinnis to pop out of somewhere. Didn't you, though? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Terry McGinnis. Because <laughs> well, the Cobra uh, Cult was a big thing in, in Batman Beyond. With all the, with all the splicing. So that's right. The, the, the genetic splicing. Right. Yeah. Oh, so like, right. for, and he even had the eyes. Yeah. For the first 30 minutes when I saw them, I'm like, why does this guy seem so familiar? And then it hit me. I'm like, fucking Batman Beyond, of course. So where the hell is Terry? And the guy- Well, at that point, he's not even sperm yet, so he's not around. That's true. Well, he is, no, he is sperm. He's inside uh, Bruce Wayne. Oh, that's true too. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, excuse me. Um, So, I mean- Use your words. Go I'm ahead. trying to sound it out. <laughs> I get, I get, because I have five thoughts that, that hit me at the same time. But let me go for for, for the big one. The idea. Which ones of were about the, pizza? Shush. <laughs> I that yesterday. It was delicious, by the way. Um, Evidently, one no, of them was. Yeah. No, but, but, but what I'm talking about is, the, like, I guess I was. I like when they don't go for the usual enemies in that's these fine. movies. Yeah, I mean, I like fine. that. I just wish that it would be more interesting. Yes, I mean, yeah, I, I don't like this. But you know that, I mean, I love the Joker or used to love the Joker. I'm just so tired of seeing him anymore and seeing him poorly done anymore. But I mean, yeah, I, I want to see other, they've got a shit ton of villains. I mean, Batman has a ton of lame villains, but there's a ton of villains in DC that they can definitely go for. Um, so yes, that part I was happy about. It's just, it just wasn't a very interesting set of villains. Um, including the ultimate big bad wasn't that interesting either. Um, but I, like I said, it was, it was fun, you know, watching some of it go around. I, I liked the parts where you felt, like I said, like it felt like the a spy movie or something like that. Um, 
you know, like watching uh, like Luke Cage when he operated his bronze tiger for a while. Um, <laughs> I'm like, you were just one Tierra short of, I don't know, plagiarism. <laughs> you know? It did um, feel that way. <laughs> but I mean, I did enjoy watching that, but, and that, which brings me to like, why I keep saying like their, their own timeline, because he sees the cult leader as a kid and that kid looks like he's like, what, six, eight years old? And he's yeah. about 20 years older than that. And yeah. I'm like, later. And I'm like, so you're all ageless, all of you. <laughs> and somehow it's still the 70s. Well, uh, <laughs> Bell bottoms have never left fashion. Apparently, once you go into Nanda Parbat, you gain immortality without knowing. And that's why they all look <laughs> ageless. Yeah, you tell that to old Bruce Wayne in, uh, in The Dark Knight Returns. Well, that so one right. didn't go into Nanda Parbat. Hey, this is all part of his history. He had to have. <laughs> is it though? Is no, it, is it? Who knows? Oh, I also did love like this is just a total. This has nothing to do with the movie because um, you would not notice it. Like I actually froze on the map of Luke Cage when he was like, I went to all, like enlisted all the temples of uh, yeah. the Cobra temples around, and this this one a pin. It's it's above. It's technically Canada, but it's like above what we consider Canada, and it's near uh, Greenland, and it's a pin of a temple that's in Baffin Island, Canada, and I'm like. But it has like a population of like eleven thousand people. Everybody there would know there was a secret snake cult determined to take over the world. It was just like such a weird map placement that I'm like, you guys just randomly put those pins there, didn't you? Mm -hmm. you, did, didn't you? <laughs> Why does that say Times Square? That would just make no sense. Okay. <laughs> Wait, um, one says Anchorage, Alaska. I don't think they would have a cult there. Come on. <laughs> well, 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 let me ask this: What? Um, because we talked about, you know. You know, you know, Cobra might not have been the organization that you know that we would have you know wanted, or at least the way they 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 um, used them. How do we feel about um, Oh Sensei? Did you feel anything was going to happen with him well, initially? First of all, the fact that he stood there like Pa Kent, waiting for a tornado to kill him. Oh I'm like, my I'm like, would you please just at least react? Like, the door is closing, and this demonic thing is behind him, and he's just. He's looking like I have smoked so much opium <laughs> that, there, <laughs> that there is none left in all of this valley right now. Like he's just in there smiling, and the moment the door closed, you just heard, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it actually went from fright. I laughed out loud. Oh yeah, when, when the door's closing, he's, <laughs> he's, just, like, he's just standing there. I'm like, so I understand that you're the sacrifice, but it doesn't mean you had to just stand there. Like you could have run around and made him work for it a bit. I don't know. <laughs> he kind of looked, do you remember that John Travolta mean from uh, Pulp Fiction where they have him like walking into a place and then looking around? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of looked like that where he's like, is this where I parked my car? I don't know. <laughs> oh wait, wait a... is that door closing? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Well, he's just like, he just looked so peaceful. He's like, and then boom. And I'm like, well, yeah. that's, that's going to happen. Well, it would have been funny if if that was the uh, the snake spirit that was actually screaming because Osensei's kicking his ass. No, unfortunately, it wasn't. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> I, I have expected you... when uh, when he opened the door that Osensei would come out like clad in like snake skins and stuff because he just conquered that whole dimension. And he'd be like, what took you guys so long? Nah, come on. There's no sewing machine in that place. No, um, <laughs> no, I he mean, made but, one out of all the snakes. You, well, come on, you know that sensei, that oh, sensei has to die because every karate movie, you will kill my master. That's exactly the plot of every single karate movie. <laughs> but yeah, but did you see you killed my master? Oh no, wait, I gotta fight my master. Spoilers. Oh yeah, you knew yeah. that was gonna come. One hundred percent. Yeah, the moment that he went in that thing, I'm like, oh, it's gonna come back as him. <laughs> it was either gonna come back as him, or it would come back with him in thrall. Like, because we didn't know the like what the. I thought that. Was. I thought it was gonna come but back in thrall. You know. Yeah. yeah. Either way, I mean, you knew they were gonna fight him. Yeah, because okay, so, so they conquered all that stuff, and when and when he when he came out, I was like, oh, he he's oh oh wait, he's not okay. <laughs> it was a lot of like me watching it and being like, oh, I guess. I guess he's okay. Oh, he's evil now. All right. Yeah, well, it, but, but I mean, like, he came back with like the, the amazing hits and I'm thinking, what are these guys made of? Because when he hits, he hits um, uh, Richard Dragon so Dragons. hard that it rips the back of his shirt off. And I'm like, well, you're 
dead. I, I he used his like, key. There's, there's, no right. coming, there's no coming back for that one. <laughs> you know. He used his key, but at the same time that he did that, Richard controlled the key within himself to prevent the damage from fully destroying him. Mm. That is the key. <laughs> oh <see>. Lord. <laughs> um if there's something about this movie that could have been added that would have made it better. I'm not saying it was bad or what I'm just saying, you know, that would have made it better. Do you, is it more or less? Should they have taken something away or added something? And, and if anything, what is that component? Well, it would have helped if Batman snapped someone's neck and decided to kill him. Oh, wait, that happens. Um, Screen <laughs> crisis movie. Um, I, in the movie, I'm trying to think. Um, well, I mean, they could have added an, Ending that that would have been nice, yeah. <laughs> especially considering especially considering it's not like this is called Batman Soul of the Dragon Part One, meaning that you know for a fact there will be a part two. Right now, it just means hey, if we don't get enough interest, that's just how this movie ends, <laughs> you know. Um, no, I mean, I, I for what it was, I think I enjoyed what I got. Like, a, like I said, the story isn't stellar, but I still enjoyed it. It moved along at a nice pace. Um, I'm I'm happy enough with what I got. Okay. Well, right. anything you'd add or take away? Go with me here, all right? Following. They open. I'm scared. The portal opens, right? And as the snake guy comes out dressed as O-sensei, um, and they're about to lose, guess who flies out of the portal? Terry fucking McGinnis with the bat suit and everything <laughs> and just starts beating the crap out of him. Well, and it turns out the portal that. was a portal to the future. In all honesty, he could have because what did Sensei said? He said it exists in all times. Oh, that's true. There you go. So oh wow! It, yeah. it, in all honesty, he really could have come out of there. I mean, they would have had some. They would have had some some Lucy splaining to do. But <laughs> so <laughs> it wouldn't have been. I, I wouldn't have sat there like, well, that made no sense. <laughs> you know, I would have been like, I can't wait to hear this explanation. <laughs> you know? Hold on, hold on. And then Terry on. looks at Bruce and says, "Hi, Dad." And then Bruce is like, what? And then, Terry's like, and then Terry's like, oh, you didn't have any sex to have me, by the way. What? <laughs> and it ends right there. Boom. Hey, how many times was I date raped? Only once. Oh. <laughs> uh, we just we, we don't let that go. But in all honesty, I'm not saying that I actually want to see this, but like just taking uh, Ralph's uh, uh, more and going with it. A part two, though, could take place in the future where Terry is fighting the Cobra gang and he also ends up through the gate. Okay. And now you have two different sets of Batman in this other um, nether realm type place, whatever you want to call it. Right. They Simultaneously. Batman, you know, so there you go. That's something. And, and that's a good crossover. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess. I guess for me, I. I, I mean, I, I just. Bat, I'm just still with. What is it with you? Get over it. Just wanted more Batman. Just wanted more Batman. Well, like, okay, okay, well, what Kev? did you want? Well, okay, let me ask you. What did you want Batman to be doing? That, I guess that is my question. I, I guess if you're gonna if you're gonna tell me the story is Batman Soul of the Dragon, it needs to be more Batman centric. I just feel like you know if it's the team up movie, you know, which it was. It was. It was. Oh, I told you. It's like oh, it's like bad guys. Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's right. Eight or whatever the number is. I, I liked some of the storytelling stuff. You know, like they would go back and forth in between flashbacks. Even though after by, by the fourth or fifth flashback, I'm like. Okay, guys. <laughs> oh well, the Bruce Wayne flashbacks were just getting annoying. I, I, I'm just like, all right, guys, you you, you flashed enough. <laughs> There's no more. Right. There's just no more. I, I just, especially with like the one where the candle when Bruce Wayne has been knocked back, the candle is falling oh, to the ground, yeah. and we and go to the a five fire, minute yeah. flashback, and I'm like, really? <laughs> this is now when we go to this flash? and that and that dumb flashback with the freaking rock. That was the dumbest story plot that they ever put in. And you knew it was bad because they never revisited it. Yep. <laughs> you, you, know, you know, it's funny. This is when I knew when certain flashbacks were bad, when Riley was sitting next to me and telling me, Daddy, is that now or then? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was just a flashback at some point. It was like, and that's when I decided. And then you just see him like, I'll have the fish. <laughs> and you're like, Bruce, is the flashback to your restaurant really important? I was really hungry, sorry. <laughs> Everything triggers a flashback. Let me ask this question before we start winding it up. Um, Mike mentioned in the quick news that um, Rotten Tomatoes, the, the critics gave it such a high score and the audience gave it such a low score. Do you agree? 
I or, I, or do you I, see where, where where you can see where, where, where why it's so no, um, actually, I polarizing? I mean, kind of taking off of what you even said, it's like it, it has, but most I mean, because you know, most of this stuff is, is guy driven as far as the audience, it's like it's got karate and Batman, you know. Um, again, <laughs> but, but maybe, but again, maybe a lot of people felt the way you did audience wise, um, and felt like the fact that Batman wasn't in it as Batman enough, maybe they didn't like that. Um, I I enjoyed the film, more or less. I mean, like I said, it has its problem, but I did enjoy it. Uh, so I kind of feel the audience side. I, I don't know what it is that shot their rating like that. Yeah, because usually, I mean, I would, films like this, usually I would see the other way around. Yeah, but to yeah, see, usually. But to see the, 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 the critics saying, oh, it's 93, and audience is like, yeah. boo. I'm like, whoa. What about you, Ralph? Do you agree with, you know, I mean, do you see it either way? I can see that the... Uh... The critics were probably paid, <laughs> and the audience wasn't. But they just seem a little bit overly critical. Maybe they just didn't get enough Batman. Like, like you wanted more cowbell. Yeah. Sure did. I, 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 and we're gonna go to na- renaming the series and the renaming the movies. And I should have went with that. You took it away from me. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, unless maybe a lot of the critics were also people that just really dislike uh, '70s fashion. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, people that are like Afrophobia, you know, so they just really were like, you know, like, hey, at some point, trim that Afro down, trim the sideburns, you know. Maybe, Maybe they're, they're vegans. Jive turkey. Turkey's a people too. What? <laughs> Maybe they were all scared of snakes. I don't know. Eh? Oh, Lord. <laughs> By the way, though, like, I, I, I it's, I did like the scene uh, after, um, after uh, the, the snake leader, um, pays the hooker and then has to go into the other room yeah. where the snakes come out. And I was like, that is a really good scene. Like it was just, it was a very James Bond-like scene. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I re- and especially as he watched her through the glass. I was waiting I was for like, you to mention like, that. I like, I, like, I like that scene. It was a good scene. You know? Watched her through the glass and then eats a mouse. We didn't see him actually eat the mouse. He put the mouse in his mouth it swallowed. got near his mouth. No, it didn't, it, it you don't cut. see that. It, yeah, yeah, it, it, cuts. Cuts. it cuts. Yeah, it, it cuts. cuts. It cuts as he's lowering it. But maybe he was just going to give it a kiss goodnight and put it back in his cage. You oh, yeah, that? yeah, sure. He's, there. he's a very sweet guy. Most definitely. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anything else we want to add before we go to renaming and ratings? Well, one other thing I did want to mention, though, like I said, as much as oh, I may have liked that scene, um, and like I said, I like a lot of other things. What? The, you, you hear the cry that, uh, you know, comic books are losing... Uh, newcomers and stuff like that and and right. a lot of people are even having trouble like with their kids watching i'm like dc you're making cartoons do you just not want kids ever like parents to let their kids watch these yeah. things like, uh. like what is going on i mean because that not it's, it's a double-edged sword it's like not only with a lot of parents i mean not you know we know those parents who don't give a damn but like depending on the age they're not gonna let their kid watch this and then in seeing this or hearing about this are probably going to be like well i don't want my kid reading the comic either <laughs> you know because yeah. you're assuming it's just going to follow, you know, a pattern or something like that. So I just wanted to bring that. I just don't understand who they're because I mean, you know, their audience is only getting older and older, and the new one's not coming up really with Batman as Batman. It's coming up with this weird cinema Batman, which is not Batman. You know, I I, I feel like um, I think they do know who their audience is, and their audience are, you know, um, the people who are you know, older and, and able to buy it without having a mommy or, or anybody buy it for them. Right. Even though they're saying, okay, you know, the, the money's in the kids because, you know, that's your new audience. I, they're totally, you know, patterning all these movies for an, a much older audience, even though they're trying to say, oh, yeah, well, you know, your kids can watch it. And they're just being, you know, and, and I hate because I think about it years ago when Mike and I, when Mike first brought it up about, yo, what is up with these movies? They're just like cursing and, and swearing and all this all over the place. How is this appropriate for children? I'm like, oh, Mike, come on. Now I'm like, no, Mike's got a point. Yeah. I mean, well, I just because, imagine also because that was 10 movies like that versus yeah. two. Right. Well, I mean, just imagine though, like, you know, kids like, mommy, you know, why does that woman have that money now? And she'd be like, I don't know, because that's more money than I get for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So you don't want these conversations. <laughs> it was funny because that actually happened. <laughs> Riley's watching. <laughs> What 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 does she do? What's her job? Don't worry about it, right? <laughs> She's an accountant, sweetie. She's a bank teller. <laughs> Can I count my money like that? What? <laughs> All right, so let's go into it. Anything else we want to add before we go into renaming and ratings? No. Nope. 
Okay, so let's do it. Renaming the movie. Ralph, you obviously want me to go first because you you destroyed my name for my movie. <laughs> Actually, no, Ralph. Let me let me take that back. Now, you, you didn't destroy it. I have I have something for renaming the movie, but I thought about more cowbell, like that idea. And then when you said it out loud, like, damn it. <laughs> do you want me to go first then? I'll go first. It's okay. I, like I said, I have a, I have an actual one. It's not as good though. All right, go ahead. All right, so I'm gonna call my movie um, "Swords and Sideburns," a bat, a bat, plo- a bat ploitation film that has nothing to do with Batman. There you go. <laughs> it's just hard to say. It's, you know, black uh, black ploitation. It's uh, horrible. Sorry. And see, that's why more more cowbell would have been better. Wow. <laughs> go ahead. Um, I'm calling it Batman and the PTSD flashbacks of Doom. <laughs> PTSD. Okay. Every, t- every time he had the flashback, if you see his face, he's like, like, like <laughs> wide eyed and like scared. Like, like if he's he just uh, finished coming back from Vietnam, and he's like, oh, oh no, oh Bubba, why Bubba, why? The worst. He's gonna come from Crime Alley. Um, <laughs> Mike. Oh, I. Uh, uh, Bronze Tiger helped me with this one, so I just call it the Adventures of White Rice and Nigga Sushi. Oh, <laughs> tell me you wouldn't pay to see that. 100%. Damn right. I'd be there opening day. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go into it. Ratings for, I was say white rice. <laughs> Ratings for Batman, so, Soul of the Dragon. Well, I give Batman, Soul of the Dragon, seven one-finger beatdowns by Lady Shiva out of ten. That was just fucking epic. <laughs> I'm gonna keep I like, it. Simple. I like every, I oh, every move except for the one finger in the mouth grab because I was like, "Well, you just rip his cheek apart." Mm-hmm. The rest of the one finger moves that were really great. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna keep it simple and just call it, give it a four white rice out of out of ten. It, <laughs> I can't even give it a really creative name because it just didn't really feel that creative. Mike, I, I told you, I actually really enjoyed it. And evidently, I enjoyed it both than most of you did. Um, I give it eight and a half. I'll take oh. the girl. Her look offends me out of 10. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> when she said that, I was like, all right, girl. <laughs> her look offends me. <laughs> well, I mean, if you, I mean, like, I, and again, I mean, you could take it like on the very service level of just fashion in general. But at the same time, it's like from at least what we could tell-ish about Lady Eve, it's like she's just a white girl dressed in Asian attire. <laughs> you know? right. so like I said I like that when she was like I'll take the girl her look offends me I was like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> alright so there you have it Batman Soul of the Dragon be a better movie if more Batman was there but that's just my opinion alright guys don't go anywhere Geeks on the go next Geeks on the go now more flashbacks <laughs> now more flashbacks. Nice, that was clever. Good job. <laughs> try. Well done, well done. All right, everybody. You know the part of the show we're at right now. You know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we make it under a minute every now and again. But we have a saboteur in our midst who likes to mess with me. What? Are you saying there's, <laughs> there's an imposter among us? The fact no. that he responded first, it's kind of like the guy who farts in the in the elevator and then says, wow, it smells like horrible in here. Are you speaking from experience, sir? No, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one who said, the one the one who's, who smelled the delta. That he was, was awfully he was awfully quick to deny that though, wasn't he? Yes, he was. <laughs> so tonight like... you know, we hang out and it smells and I say something, oh yeah. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Whoops, wrong button. I'm sorry. Obviously. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Name the worst version of Batman from TV, movie, or cartoon. Ralph. Um, That Batman from... Was it Gods and Monsters? I think he was in there. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Gods and Monsters. Okay. Mike? Any version where he's date rapes, supports a murderous son, dates or marries a murderous villain, uses a gun against a person, or believes he can kill any member of the JLA besides Robin. Wow, and that was fast, too. Okay. So, uh, Ben Affleck, Batman, you're talking about? Wow. Any of them. <laughs> All right. Which comic book hero shouldn't um, be have been able to glide, Batman or Spider-Man? Mike. I'll make you a glider uh, to use with as many holes as Spider-Man's webs, and if you live, we'll discuss. 
<laughs> okay. Ralph? Honestly, gliding just seems natural for both of them, so I don't know who would say that they shouldn't. Oh, goodness. Okay, the Snyder Cut comes out soon. If it's, if it's a success, do you think it's better or worse for DC movies in the long term? Ralph? Um... Time's up, but that was my fault. Um, <laughs> Ralph, what do you think? Snyder Cut's success, is it better or worse for DC movies in the long term? Not in the right now, in the long term. I mean, as long as they decide to make better movies, I guess it'd be better because we have to see what he does with this thing. It doesn't mean that they're going to use this as a template now and say, okay, we're going to use this to make better stories. This is just Snyder saying, I, I want my chance to tell my story of whatever piece of crap that they put out there. You take a piece of crap and you put, add more crap to it, it's still a piece of crap, right? I don't know. Well, thank goodness we have the timer for that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what do you think? Uh, I think that DC doesn't understand superhero audiences. So if it does well, the sequel will be, will be Justice League 84. <laughs> that's exactly how well they understand superhero audiences that's really is like i mean they, they've even i mean come on they claim they were putting literally not one penny towards this thing they have put over 70 million dollars towards his cut that always existed that he's changed the ending to added people in that never were in it before blah 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 blah, 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 blah. and the reshoots <laughs> yeah all the reshoots it's like dude you've just made another movie and the killer is he's got the nerve the nerve to be bragging I'm not taking any additional penny money for for doing this. I'm like, well, first of all, you got millions for the first, so fuck you. And then second of all, it's like it's like I'm not getting any money for this. But what is the actual title of this? What's the title? Zack Snyder's. There we go, Mr. Trump. There we go. It's Zack <laughs> Snyder's Justice League. It's like wow. I'm like, go fuck yourself, dude. This is all about you. <laughs> and this thing, I mean, now, again, I don't want it to be bad, but it better be good because. It's got your name all over it, <laughs> you know. Now, for those who listen to the podcast, know that, you know, I've been kind of, I'm not saying a Snyder Cut supporter, but I'm like, I wanted to see, hey, you know what was going to go on with this? I feel like, um, to answer the, the Geeks on the Go question, I feel like it's, it would be bad in the long term because everybody and their mother who makes a movie with DC and is not successful will say that they have a cut. And oh, you mean like cut, the Suicide Squad cut? Right. Well, David yeah, Ayer. Exactly. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Everybody, every single person now, you know. Because then you'll have Suicide Squad, then you turn around like the Harlequin movie, we'll have one. It's like, okay, so 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 we, we're doing do-overs? Is that what we're doing yeah. now? Well, we, 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 we've already lived four years of that excuse. The, it, it's it, not me. It was other circumstances that made this bad. It's like, or your movie just sucks. Just get over it. Move on. And including the audiences. This is not a world for... Sure, yeah, as an audience... You got 80 million bucks to put a movie back together? Go for it. Make your own movie. <laughs> Go for you it. Know, just make your own movie. I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, we'll see. It's coming up in a couple weeks, so we're going to check it out. All right. Yeah. What is it? March 18th, right? I believe so, yeah. Shout outs. Any shout outs for our adoring public? Michael Ralph. I know those guys. Those guys are good guys. We should shout those no, guys no. out. Yeah, but who else can we shout out? Oh, uh, I don't know. Well, there's only two people on that podcast, right? Just Mike and Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. Really wow. good guys. <laughs> really good guys. Wow. They're, they are great. Yeah, I really just think that... that, the, last that... Time, <laughs> the last time I missed the show, I didn't have a kid, and and I, and I my grandmother was still alive. I went to go visit her. That was the last time I was not on the show. That was like episode five or episode four, something like that. And people are still talking about that episode. Who, yeah, you, you, you send them to me, please. <laughs> I don't head. think your apartment's big enough. Well, it's, it's, we actually we actually get a shout out in the Zack Snyder's Justice League where they're like, "Hey, listen to me while twenty two you later." Episode five. <laughs> oh, oh man! But any shout outs, gentlemen? Or that, that's just oh, it. Or? Shouting out all of those wonderful during public. I hope you guys are listening. Um, really appreciate it if you are, and if you aren't, well, then you won't know how I feel about you. But those that are listening, please share the love with other people. Seriously, um, you know, we do this out of love of our heart. We, we're not getting paid for any of this. And that's not a sympathy type thing. It just means that, uh, you know, I think we would all just like uh, to see what other people think about it. Yeah. 
I agree. And yeah. hopefully you guys, you know, find a little fun, love, get a chuckle. I mean, I know I'm hysterical, but you know. <laughs> Mike, that, Mike, that's such a loaded statement right there. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short, Mike. You are hilarious, all right? Thank Remember you. Remember that. Thank you. Remember that. Know your worth, Mike. Thank oh you. I boy! Um, okay, okay. Could you get your nose out of Mike's butt and, and freaking um, t- t- tell me <laughs> any shoutouts you have? Cap, know your worth. Oh, that was... <laughs> Damn, Damn, that sounds like a not... threat. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's different tone when it's saying it to me, right? It's funny how the same sentence came out really different. It's like, a, it's like an acting activity where you need to say one word fifty million times different ways. Yeah, it was a warning. All right. I mean, I'll just go for for, the, for once. I'm just going to say anybody who's listening, anybody who's still listening, much appreciated. Hopefully you're still able to listen. And hopefully you're able to, you know, bring some more people on and, you know, so we can join the fun because when this, when this pandemic's over, we definitely want more guests. And even though we've had guests while we've been in Skype, it's much better in person. Just saying, just yeah. saying. Much more fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's it, gentlemen. We're done. Oh, we're done. All right. All right, everybody. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, and RT Square, Rob the Tech, this is the Cap saying, keep it geeky. We should get a new ending or a new beginning, a new intro. Yeah. <laughs>